1: From the bell tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the
0: Bell Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is your live edition of the weekend wrap-up on the Break the Bell Podcast.
1: Hello, beautiful bell breakers. It
0: seems like it's been a while, because we skipped the weekend wrap-up last weekend, so it seems like it's been forever. It
1: has, but we did do our show Monday. We did, but it still
0: seems forever. It does, I don't know. Sometimes it seems like it just happened, and sometimes it feels like it's been eternity. It does. Maybe, I don't know, maybe not having that extra show last week kind of made me ease up a little bit on all my podcast Mm -hmm. stuff, so (laughs) maybe that's why, but... Sure. We're here now. That's what matters. Yes, we promised. We delivered. So, well, we're delivering. Yes. Hopefully. In the process. We're, yes. we're
1: hopefully delivering. Yeah, we're optimistic. I'm optimistic. I am too. It'll be delivered. <laughs> How's your weekend, Bill? It's been good. Busy. No? Been busy. Yeah. Been good. How so? Oh, just, you know, house stuff. You know, again, trying to sell house and then. We had a graduation party yesterday, which you also partook, and that was fun. It
0: was. I can't believe the school year is over. My kids Ah. keep telling me, hey, I remember it was like four weeks left of school. It's like, what? Four? Yeah. Seriously? And then like last week, it's like 10 days left of school. It's like, no, no. And then uh, this week, just the other day, my son was like, we only got four days left of school. It's like... What yeah. the hell's going on right
1: now? I know, I know that's what my, my wife was like. I think we're just going to do school till Thursday this week. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? Already? It's yeah, it's weird. that time. Yeah. It is that time. Man. I'm ready for it. It's weird, though, to think that, like pools are supposed to open next weekend. And it's been 60 degrees this yeah, weekend. Yeah, it's
0: been, like, chilly as hell outside. Yeah. I mean, we had that nice 90-degree stint where right. it's like we're out shirtless mowing or whatever, yeah. out just... Uh, um, sweating our asses off. And then this last week, it was like, you're expecting kind yeah. of a repeat of that, and then it's back to jackets. And <laughs> yeah, right. I know. Sweats, and it was cold last night. Yeah, yeah. If I mean, it felt good, but it was definitely chillier than I anticipated for, like, the third week of May. Right, yeah. I mean, it's May 22nd. Memorial yeah. Day weekend is next weekend, yeah. so I mean, it's it's kind of yeah. Kind of crazy weather. Maybe it's climate change I, or weather manipulation is that, my, yeah, what I'm going I'm for. I'm going so. for it too.
1: It's <laughs> government
0: weather manipulation. Yeah, that's, that's the only explanation I can think of yes. for it.
1: I mean, and we. We'll probably get taken off of YouTube for saying that. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure.
0: We are back on YouTube. If yes. you're here and you didn't notice, we are here on YouTube. And I wasn't even sure. I. I told you, I was, like, clicking on the different links to stream Mm. to, I was like, well, let's see if they let us back on, and I hit stream and it it popped up without any warnings, I was like, oh, oh, shit, we're on YouTube now, that's fantastic and it's like I mean, I didn't really miss too much of a beat with YouTube, I mean, it's not like I mean, we have a good following on YouTube, but we have ways to move that on, I, I started shifting videos over to uh what's it called Odyssey oh uh, last week I I didn't actually check on the status of that to see if they actually all it was taken for freaking I mean we oh, have really? we have over 200 videos yeah. on on freaking YouTube and it, it automatically transfers yeah. them over to Odyssey which is nice I don't have to sit there and upload and upload and upload yeah. but it was just sitting there running running so I don't know if that ever finished or not right. I need to check that out somebody if you if you're a fan of Odyssey, if you use Odyssey more than YouTube, Let us know if we're on there. Um, Our handle is at BreakTheBellPodcast, I'm pretty sure, on there. So um, I'll update you guys more tomorrow on that. I'll check that out tonight and see where we're at with that. But we are on YouTube. We're back here. Um, I don't know for how long because apparently it doesn't – I mean, once – I, I feel like once you get the first strike, yeah, they're they're right. out for blood yeah. after they're that. They're kind of watching you looking. carefully yep. and they're
1: like, Wait, 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 what what do you say? Government
0: weather manipulation? Shit. Yeah, get them off. Get him off. It's like a it's like a, a building inspector or something. Right. It's like or a fire marshal or something. And they walk into a building and they look around, they don't see anything obvious. They walk away and they're like, Cool. If they walk in and they, they see like one or two things or like something's out of place here, like mm. immediately obvious things, then they're like Well, if the obvious things are wrong, then what else is wrong? And then they start digging. Well, I feel like the building inspector caught an obvious thing, and now they're going to start digging into our shit. And we may or may not be on YouTube for much longer. So um, I'm not going to... cry about it or lose no. sleep because there's all, all well, the only thing options.
1: I noticed I mean you know last our live show last Monday was a little light on on mm-hmm. participation that was the only thing I really noticed
0: yeah but we're, we're gonna find solutions for that to get more people Absolutely. on other platforms so that's that's what matters um we can wrap up we're yes. live we're here uh before we get into the show obviously we got to mention our our sponsors that's run your mouth coffee our freedom loving coffee producing sponsors, which we love, we love their coffee, we love their product, and we love what they stand for, which is free speech, not getting kicked off YouTube for talking about medical misinformation, which the funny thing is, and we mentioned this last week, was all that medical information we talked about on the episode we got booted for was straight from mainstream sources. We quoted CNN, Fox News, and NBC that day, and yeah, so it's, I mean, the only... Maybe a far out there site that we quoted was that day was Zero Hedge, and right. we quote on them all the time. But yeah. but all the medical stuff we talked about right. was predominantly like mainstream sources. So it's like if we got booted, why are they not yeah. getting booted? Because we're that, just reading what they said. Pretty
1: sure we came across the same conclusion that it most likely had nothing to do with you know the vaccine. Yeah.
0: Anyway, all that to say, run your mouth. Coffee does not support <laughs> us getting booted for no, medical anti YouTube information. Yes, they support your. Your abilities, your freedom to be able to like openly discuss certain topics and debate certain topics without fear of getting censored and de platform from the social medias or from real life or, or whatever, right. um, and they make damn good coffee. So go to rymcoffee.com, tell them we sent you by using that good promo code, break the bell, and you'll get 10% off your purchase, plus free shipping, and that's awesome. Very much it's so. It's because we love you and they love you, and you deserve discounts for listening to our show. So, ourwayoncoffee.com. Get some coffee and then go on social media and talk shit. Yes, talk (laughs) medical misinformation, absolutely. We'll probably get booted just for saying that. that. Yeah, Yes, promoting that. I'm ready to get right into the show because we've got quite a couple things to cover. Some interesting stuff. This week, yeah. The first one I want to cover, and I posted this on Twitter. This was the post I posted to Twitter. This is absolutely the most hilarious news that I've seen in a very long time. Uh, Let me figure out how to share my screen, because I'm not ready. Was you ready? Because I wasn't ready. Uh, I was not ready. (laughs) All right. So this is what I posted to Twitter here. It says, George W. Bush, good old GW, called the Iraq War unjustified and brutal, and he meant— Ukraine. <laughs> Is that not the most hilarious Freudian slip yes. ever? Yes. I mean, what was it? I sent, think I sent that to you. What, what yeah. was your initial thought to that? I,
1: I I was just like, wow, he actually did that. He said that.
0: <laughs> it's like, ah, uh, the the uh the 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 uh uh Iraq, there in Iraq. Yeah. The yeah. Iraqi war was unjustified <laughs> and brutal. You, you and know, they're that? like uh, uh, you Ukraine I mean, the Ukraine <laughs> war was unjustified. It's like no, no. Yeah. What you said was actually true. The fu- the hilariously ironic part about it is you're absolutely right. right. <laughs> it yeah. was unjustified yeah. and it was brutal. And I mean, I I feel like we could do an episode where we compare the US involvement in Iraq and then Putin's involvement in, right. in Ukraine oh, and see what's more unjustified and what one was more yeah. brutal and and compare notes and and I mean, obviously one was the U.S., so obviously right. it was right. Yeah. And right. one was Russia, and we know that Russia lies, so it right. was wrong. So that comparison there, obviously we're yeah. more right because we're America. Right, absolutely. That's
1: the way it works. It's kind of—you think of that meme, you know, with Leonardo DiCaprio where he's, like, pointing out the TV. Mm-hmm. I picture Saddam Hussein, wherever he is, being like— <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yes. it's like, I told you! I knew it! I know it! <laughs> so, yeah, it's just funny to me because— the Freudian slip that he chooses to flub up on by trying to call right. out Putin happens to be what his, was his, yeah, his undoing. <laughs> it wasn't like something that like Trump got us into. It right. wasn't like oh that war that uh, Obama got us into was unjustified yeah. uh, when he meant to say like a Putin war, but it was his war yeah. that he's calling yeah. unjustified and brutal. And, and it is his war. I mean, oh, it absolutely. was his baby, one hundred percent his yeah. war. I mean, yeah, it was still raging through three. Uh, yeah, next presidents, following presidents, right. but he kicked off this war. I mean, yeah, he's kind of a dumbass, and he got into it because of other people's right. intelligence, like Brilliant. British intelligence she or CIA great. intelligence. Yeah, but, but still, this is this is yeah. your baby, and then he comes back. He was I I meant the one my dad did. <laughs> no, I meant the other the other war, the other Iraq war. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. I meant I meant the. Uh, the Kosovo War. <laughs> yeah. It's like, come on, man. Russia. Russia. Oh, yeah. yeah the, the Russia War. <laughs> so I got an article about this one. I just thought, uh, wanted to touch a little bit. It says, uh, G.W. Bush accidentally c- admits the Iraq war was unjustified and brutal in a gaffe. says, Sigmund Freud was unavailable for comment, but G.W. I'm going to say G.W. because I like yeah. saying it better. Uh, saying Iraq instead of Ukraine when condemning a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion certainly suggests... He still has a lot on his unconscious mind. <laughs> the former president jokingly attributed the slip to his seventy-five years, but there has always been a faulty connection between his brain and his tongue. That's true. <laughs> there are a whole there are whole books full of Bushisms. We need to get. Yes, we do. I did not know there was books me on this. Me neither. There. Uh, if somebody knows out there where there's a book of Bushisms, uh, send me a link. And a, I w- a Bushism a, a, a night. I'll do a bonus episode reading Bushisms like his boast that people misunderestimated him and how much he felt for single mothers working hard to put food on your family. <laughs> that sounds like typical George Bush. There may have been something Freudian, though, about his 2004 warning that America's enemies never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. <laughs> I did not know that one. Had you heard that one? What was it? Uh, net. America's enemies never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people and neither do we. <laughs> That's probably the most true thing he's ever said. I mean, GW speaking the truth decade after decade. And then there was the time he was thankful thanking an army general for his service in 2008, telling him he really snatched defeat out of the jaws of those who are trying to defeat us in Iraq. <laughs> Bush has already told us that the fiasco of Iraq's non-existent weapons of mass destruction still trouble him. No one was more shocked and angry than I was when we didn't find the weapons of mass destruction, he wrote in his memoir. I had a sickening feeling every time I thought about it. I still do. But Bush sought to justify the O3 invasion anyway on the grounds that Saddam Hussein was a vicious, despot. Ah, uh, pursuing weapons of mass destruction, and therefore the U.S. was safer without him in the world. So no, he didn't have the weapons, the WMDs, but he was pursuing WMDs, and therefore the United States of these Americas are much safer in the world you without did him. You do that really well. That's that's also, that's the best British yeah. shot GW I've done ever. I think I'm impressed. The 43rd president was making a similar argument to an audience at the Presidential Library in Dallas when he made his gaffe this Wednesday. Bush was making a distinction between a democratically elected Volodymyr Zelensky, the Churchill of the 21st century. <laughs> oh, wow. Can you imagine oh that? Oh, gosh. I mean, I thought a gaffe was bad enough, but, man, this just keeps getting better. Yeah. It's like, Volodymyr Zelensky is the Churchill of our time. Wow. And the rigged elections and despotism of Vladimir Putin's Russia, where the absence of checks and balances led to the decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Ukraine. Oops. It's funny, because he talks about rigged elections, and then the unjustified war in Iraq— what happened right before the unjustified right. war in Iraq <laughs> was possibly, potentially, right. a little bit of rigged elections in Florida. Right. Because uh, you remember the hanging chads, oh, right? Yes, absolutely. That's like a reference nobody would get understand today. Yeah. I, I rep- bring up hanging chads quite a bit, and yeah. everybody's you just like— You did last night with the huh? dart was oh, hanging yeah, 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 from the board. <laughs> 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 I can't remember. I knew I brought it up once this week. Uh, The audience laughed along, but the mistake was a reminder that the world is still living with the consequences of that invasion. It broke Iraq and set off a sectarian civil war in which hundreds of thousands of people died. Nearly two decades on, it continues to weaken the U.S. on the world stage and is undoubtedly a factor in the ambivalence of countries in Africa and the Middle East over joining a decisive global response to Putin's invasion of Ukraine. They're like, no, we don't want anything to do. We <laughs> yeah, saw what you did with exactly. the last two wars yeah. simultaneously, and you want us to get involved with another one? You kind of screwed it up for us. Right, yeah. Uh,
1: so. Yep. Apparently, yes, it's called Bushism's. The uh, Slate Book of Accidental Wit and Wisdom of the 43rd President. Is that
0: on Amazon? Yes. How much is that? $8.99. I'm going to get it. I'm definitely going to get that. So so there's that. And that is like, I mean, it, it's interesting looking yeah. when when former leaders of the free world stand up on the stage mm. and just flub up so yeah. badly. It's just like. How do Like, we're such a freaking laughingstock yeah. sometimes, and they don't make it any better. Well, the,
1: the funny thing is that I think because he's kind of come around in a way that media was seeing him favorably, mm. right? I mean, he was kind of agreeing with Obama on things. He was against Trump. And so the, the mainstream was kind of like, maybe GW's okay. And then all of a sudden he says this, and everybody's like, nope, nope, we remember no, now. No, 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 <laughs> no. We, we know take what back, you did. We take back
0: everything yeah. we said about GW, and and you just you just yeah. brought that all back yeah. up. So let's move on. We got some more Elon Musk stuff to mm. discuss. Which was only a matter of time, wasn't yeah. it? Oh, yeah. They're. I knew they were going to attack him, like yeah. personally, like his character and stuff. And I, I'm not saying that none of this happened, but it's yeah. just so coincidental that this stuff happens and comes public when people start doing things that you don't agree with. Right. Like when Donald Trump decided to run against the swamp. He's going to drain the swamp, remember? And uh, all of a sudden yeah. everybody's like, oh, do you know he was like a sexual assaulter? Right. Yeah. And, oh, he had sex with a porn star yeah. and paid yeah. her off? Well... Who cares? She gets paid for sex all the time. Who right, freaking yeah, cares? No. If that even happened, who But cares? he was married. <laughs> and why didn't this... <laughs> it's Donald Trump. Right. Even his <laughs> wife knows this happened. Yeah, I was going to say. And she's just like, and? <laughs> yeah, right. Did you know Donald Trump had sex with a porn star? She's like, and? Yeah. Was there... Did you have something yeah. more? She's like, I was there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I filmed it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so So it was only a matter of time. When, because as we all know, uh, Musk is going to buy Twitter, supposedly, right? And he's going to tamper down the the censorship and yeah. allow more free speech. And obviously, that's a danger yes, to civilization. He's he going to be
1: responsible it. for Donald Trump getting elected again.
0: Absolutely. Right? I mean, could we allow that to happen? So, because he's going to be responsible for the re-election of Donald Trump, they had to give him the. Donald Trump treatment. Absolutely. And um some, some former flight attendant has brought up sexual misconduct or se- sexual harassment allegations. Apparently he exposed himself on this flight or oh. something. Sure. So this is from ZeroHedge.com. Let me pull this one up. It says uh Musk is challenging the sexual harassment accuser to describe parts of his the part of his body. <clears throat> oh yeah, what it looked like. Yeah. <laughs> It's like yeah, I know you didn't ever watch this. Um, Parks and Recreation, you haven't watched yeah, much. But there's one where um it's uh Amy Poehler's character. That's the blonde chick. Yeah, right? yeah, I know her. Yeah. And, yeah, it's her character and she's they make the city government to be like bigger than it is. And there's like I think we talked about last week or a couple weeks ago where there was like this the city official that kept getting accused of different yeah, um, yep. um affairs and stuff, and he's like, Well, that doesn't mean I'm going to step down. <laughs> and he was just like, I I admit to this one, and I admit to that one. I admit that I that I had an affair on the way in the limo on the way here. <laughs> but that doesn't mean I'm going to step down. But then he like ends up like she sits down and has a, like a me- dinner with him at a public restaurant, and it gets blown up that she's having an affair with him because she was spotted with him, and she's trying to mm-hmm. tell him to step down or something. And um, <laughs> they end up going on this like local talk show. And she's just like trying to defend herself. And the uh, the talk show, she goes on this ladies' talk show to defend herself against these allegations and say, I never had anything to do with him. Mm-hmm. I only met the guy that one time at that dinner. And then she's like, the talk show host's like, Well, let's ask him. And she brings him on and he comes out. He's like, Hey, sweetie. <laughs> and it's just like, He's like, I didn't expect to see you so soon. Why didn't you return my call? And she's like, I never had it. And they're just going back and forth. And he's like, I can prove it. She has a mole on her right buttocks. And she's like, okay, screw it. And she turns around on TV and like pulls her, her pants down. And the talk the show host is like, there is no mole. I repeat, there's no mole. We will get back to you when at, with updates uh, as Molegate gate uh, transpires. <laughs> That's what this reminds me of. He's going to be like... Uh, de- describe my parts, man. Yeah. And they're yeah. going to be like, well, he's got a mole on his left testicle. And he's going to be like, <laughs> you know he's going to go public. And oh, like, yeah. Do you see
1: it? Do you yeah. see it? Yeah. he would be like, well, ask Amber Heard. She would know. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: Elon Musk has denied sexual harassment allegations made by a former flight attendant and has challenged those making the accusation to describe just one thing, anything at all, scars, tattoos. Does he have tattoos down there? I don't know. <laughs> that isn't known by the public, so he's like, just anything from the belt down. Right, yeah. Describe it. Yeah, do you, can you describe anything? He says uh, she won't be able to do so because it never happened. Um, says the alleg- or the alleged 2016 incident. So again, again, this is what bothers me. Yeah, you. right. Six years ago. Six years ago, this woman had this traumatizing incident, and I'm not, I'm not saying this didn't happen. Right? I'm not, um, like calling her a liar, but this whole trust every woman thing is kind of getting yeah. out of hand because even if this happened in 2016, clearly you have motivation here to come out publicly right. during the month that he decides, you know what, I'm going to blow up Twitter. Yeah. Uh, you know they were digging up shit oh, on yeah. it. Like, di- does anybody know yeah. anything is there on any, this guy? Any
1: information, $5,000 for anybody yeah. who has information. Has anybody...
0: Has he looked at you wrong, winked yeah. at you, said anything inappropriate, right. anything, that that, any dirt, yes. on? So the alleged 2016 incident, as told by a business insider by a friend of the accuser, accuser, is said to have occurred during a private flight to London in 2016. Musk is accused of exposing his erect penis to the woman, rubbing her leg and rubbing her leg without consent, and offering to buy her a horse if she gave him an erotic massage. A horse? Oof! I mean, that's. I mean, <laughs> are we, what are we talking about though? Are we, we talking about a right, like, Clydesdale uh, or yeah. like a little midget? Yeah. Horse? yeah what or... are we talking? <laughs> Implying the performance of sex acts, according to a declaration by the flight attendant's friend. Two okay. years later, two years later, Musk and SpaceX and the attendant entered into a $250,000 agreement in which she agreed to not sue and to sign a non-disclosure and non-disparagement clause. So, all right. So here's the thing. If this did happen, if he did offer you a freaking pony and he did expose himself <laughs> that to what you. what they're calling it nowadays? <laughs> yes. Now, when when he offered you a horse, was he implying in like a literal horse, or was this a euphemism for his male member? I I I I didn't ask the question. You know, I'm not sure now. <laughs> so I uh, lost my train of thought. If this did happen, yeah, if he did expose himself. If he did offer a horse if she gave him a massage, which that's a weird thing to offer. It really for is. A massage. It's the last thing I would think of, actually. And then two years later, for whatever reason, maybe she did come try to come public. And Musk and SpaceX and everybody else entered a $2, $250,000 yeah. and fifty thousand dollar non disclosure agreement. Yeah. Does she have to pay back the two hundred and fifty thousand dollars now? I would think so. yeah. I mean, I would yeah. think so. I mean,
1: yeah. But, but but it's not her, it's her friend, right? Her friend is like it's her friend that's saying all this. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it, isn't that what that says? Is that the the flight
0: friend, attendant's friend is says, the one that's saying it? Uh, let's see. Scroll back up. Made by a former flight attendant. It says it doesn't say a friend. Oh, I, it doesn't say anything yep. on this one, anyway.
1: Well, go go back to describing the uh, the, the,
0: the male member. Yes. <laughs> uh, the alleged sixteen incident. As told to Business Insider by a friend of the accuser, I missed yeah. that part. You're right. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I I feel like, but but she still told her friend, <laughs> she did, she did. So that also breaks the yeah. NDA. I don't know. I don't know what I think of this. It says, uh, goes on to say, must call the allegation a politically motivated hit piece. No way. Right. And should be viewed through a political lens. This is their standard, despicable playbook, Mac. Musk added, Musk told Insider in an email that there is a lot more to this story, adding, if I were inclined to engage in sexual harassment, this is unlikely to be the first time in my entire 30-year career that it comes to light. Exactly. That's right. exactly the truth. I mean, at least with Trump, I mean... Yeah. He, oh. he was a known, like, freaking right. playboy and stuff. Says, last but certainly not least, Musk tweeted, finally we get to use a lot elongate as scan- a scandal name. It's kind of perfect. Says, if there ever is a scandal about me, please call it elongate. I, I, I get it. Elongate? Like, yeah, elongate. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. So, opinions on this one.
1: I mean, it it's possible. I mean, especially if there is a $250,000 NDA out there. You know, maybe he had too much to drink. I I don't know. But again... Six years, you know, it's it's been six years.
0: Yeah, the fact that they're coming out now just cries. Yeah. Uh, political motivation, obviously, yeah. and a chance to capitalize on right. something. Yeah. It's like... Somebody it's- probably...
1: Some they hired some kind of private detective or whatever went through and he's like, well, there is a non-disclosure here or a settlement that he made for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. What was this all about? Right, exactly. So then they start asking around and and finally the this friend of a friend is like, well, yeah, yeah, she told me all about it. You know, so yeah, I don't right.
0: know. I don't, I don't know either. I mean,
1: what are they? They're all they're trying to do is just tarnish his name. I yeah. mean, there's no legal basis for it. It's just gonna. They're just trying to drag him out into the public opinion and make him look like a creep.
0: Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me. I mean, I don't know. Like it, I don't want to be the person that says she's obviously fucking lying, right? Right. Yeah, because absolutely. I, I do understand that people in power it's hard to come out against them but it was this wasn't somebody that like worked directly under him or anything so it's not like she was going to lose her job and it doesn't seem i mean he doesn't seem like the type to like just whip it out well i mean who (laughs) knows people are weird especially once you get to a certain status i mean he's he was kind of a dorky guy and then he became like yeah like a uh, Tony Stark type. Right. And, like, how do you go from you've seen the pictures of him back in the eighties, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, with like hardly any hair till now with yeah. his beautiful hair plugs. Yes, and you you don't know what that does to people. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe maybe there's a sense of entitlement there. I don't know. Yeah, I really don't right. know. But it, it's just it pisses me off when it only comes to light when it's all of a sudden mm-hmm. this guy is doing something that the mainstream does not like and then yeah. all of a sudden it's just like, oh, he's a he's a creep. He's right. a he's a sexual predator and all this stuff comes. Yeah. It's just like
1: Yeah, it's hard to since, it's hard to take it
0: serious. Yeah. Yeah. Especially I mean, look at the Trump stuff. Look at the Brett Kavanaugh mm-hmm. stuff. Look right. at then Elon Musk. How many times has this happened where yeah. it's just like Clarence th- Thomas. Nobody decided to say anything until Right, Oh shit! Uh, he's doing something I don't right. like. Yeah, let dig up dirt on this guy now, right, right. now, and it, it's just gross that they use that right as a political tool. Absolutely, because it it it, it
1: discredits like a- any woman out there that's made the same kind of art, mm-hmm. you know claim is that okay? Well, that's politically motivated. So it's like it, it causes that
0: doubt then. Yeah, anytime yeah. it happens. Right, and like it's easy for us to get on Twitter and be like. Obviously, this is their playbook. And right. even if he did it, even right. if he did it, he could come on Twitter and be like, obviously, this is their playbook. So it's not true. Right. So, I mean, yeah. I'm sure more will come out about this. I'm sure yeah. this isn't going away. No. Um, They're
1: going to they're going to keep digging and digging. And and a couple more women may come up and say something happened that may not have happened. Oh, yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Or he he like went on a date with them and it ended badly, right, like yeah. with Aziz. Well, he didn't he didn't buy me lobster. He he, I went back to his house and um, uh, he wanted to have sex with me, and I wanted it, but then I didn't. Once I saw his strange looking Elon, Elon gated, uh, when he started talking to his member, I, I felt yeah. weirded out. So then I went home, and that was uh, I I felt dirty after right. that, and obviously that was. I mean, well, that, they, they I can... mean, a lot of not. I'm not even saying a lot, but there, yeah. there's been enough of those out there that discredits the real stuff, yeah. or at least makes the real stuff. You, like you said, makes you be like, eh? Did that actually happen? Was yeah. did you? I mean, I, I'm glad we live in a society that, unlike the '60s, where women are just getting um, made to feel like trash right. and like. Uh, harassed constantly in the workplace. I'm glad we're moving out of that. Right. I really am. But we're this is going to move us like six steps back right. if if we keep using it for political motivation right. yeah. because people are going to be like, no, no, you're just saying that for attention. And then everybody, every woman in the workplace now that comes out and says, Oh, this guy like said something wrong to me right. or said something I'm uncomfortable with, then people are going to be like, no, you know how women are. They yeah. just say stuff right. or it's going to get back to the 60s where what was the term they always deemed women who like got like emotional I can't, I can't remember they always called them like the same thing They're oh, geez, you're just like erratic not erratic but it's similar yeah. I, I can't think of the word but it's gonna get back to that right it's like it just sets you back right and then that, that's the problem with a lot of shit that's going on is all the advancements we made right like for example back in like the 60s 70s and this is this is just Side note back in the 60s and 70s, if a little boy played with a doll or wanted to put on a dress, he'd get called a Nancy and get called. Then, in when we were growing up, you could. Start to play with dolls, and you could plus start, and girls could start playing boy sports and stuff, and they'd be called a tomboy, and boys would be no, it was. It's just like, yeah, that's just kind of a natural thing. And now we've gotten to the part where we're separating that shit again. And if a boy's playing with dolls, all of a sudden they're not a boy, they're a girl. And isn't that kind of similar to like the 60s? Yeah, it's not now, it's like a positive thing, like, mm-hmm. oh, he must want to be a girl. If right. he plays with dolls, or if the girl wants to wear pants to school, right. she must be right. a boy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Kind of like what they said back in the 60s. Right. Yeah. It's just like we're digressing with our yeah. progressiveness is digressing us back to yeah. what we supposedly came so far from. It just right. makes no sense to me. Anyways, moving on. Speaking of Twitter, on the heels of Elon Musk, supposedly coming and saving free speech from twitter twitter has implemented more censorship it sounds like yes says twitter's new crisis misinformation policy and all you need to know this is from aljazeera.com and you you sent me this one this one i was just like really this is coming ahead of elon musk It's like they're throwing everything at it before he comes in. No, yeah,
1: exactly. Let's get everything jacked up so when he comes in, you'll have more work to do. Yes.
0: So maybe he'll bring us back to what we were instead (laughs) of— Yeah, exactly. The new normal. It says Twitter has announced a new plan to fight false claims in times of a crisis, including war— Health emergencies and big natural disasters. And does that not sound as vague as you possibly could describe it? Yeah. It's like, you know, in an event of anything, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We have a plan to fight false claims about any, all things. (laughs) Yes.
1: Because everything's going to fall under health crisis, natural disasters, or, yeah,
0: (laughs) and health emergencies. It says Twitter has decided to launch a new policy that aims to step up its fight against misinformation and the spread of false allegations on the social media platform during times of crisis, which is all times now, it seems like. Here are the changes for users on the platform. Uh, What does the new policy entail? Twitter defines a crisis as situations in which there is widespread threat to life, physical safety, health, or basic subsistence. Subsistence? (laughs) Sustenance. It says subsistence. Subsistence? Subsistence. Food, basically. Yes. I always said sustenance. Yeah, sustenance is what I would say. But that says subsistence. I don't know. I don't know. We're retarded. (laughs) Under the new policy, Twitter will add warning labels (laughs) to debunk false claims. That sounds like Facebook right now. Yeah. About crises and users will not be. This is the difference from Facebook, though. If they put that debunked false claims like Twitter label on it. Users won't be able to like, forward, or respond to the posts that violate the new rules. So you can't share, reshare it, right. retweet it. You can't forward it. Probably you can't DM it or anything like right. that. You can't comment on it. You yeah. can't even like it. You right. can't do anything. You any- can just see it. And that's you can it. see it. Yeah, but they don't. It won't be yeah. able to spread. And
1: my guess is the algorithm will probably push it down.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, well
1: it would because it's not getting any likes or anything right. on it.
0: It's not going to go viral. No. Some of the tweets that could end up with a warning notice include those that falsely report on events, including false allegations involving weapons. Define, first, first, define false allegations involving weapons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or the use of force or the spread of broader misinformation regarding atrocities or international responses. What What does it sound like they're alluding to? Uh, maybe the Russian war right. in Ukraine. Like, we won't be able to spread any misinformation on yeah. the Russian war. I'm not going to be able to share my Russian Times articles right. anymore. Yeah, the- exactly. This is bullshit. Twitter said it will require verification from multiple credible and publicly available sources to determine what is misinformation and what is not. So they could determine what sources are verifying this. Mm-hmm. It- it's their qualified sources. They're... Lying right. asked sources that that get to to verify this. So, does Snopes count as one of those uh, credible, right. publicly available sources? Right. So the platform will start off. Here you go. Here you go. Answered your question. The platform will start with tweets and information concerning the Russian invasion of go. Ukraine. There we go. But it will expand to include situations of armed conflict, health emergencies, and large-scale natural disasters. How much misinformation have you seen about large-scale national disasters out there? Not many.
1: The the earthquake was a 5.9. It was not. (laughs) Bullshit. It was a (laughs) 5.8. Yeah,
0: exactly. Initially misleading content regarding the war in Ukraine will be targeted to limit the spread of claims debunked by humanitarian groups, which are typically... Like the U.S. NGOs, <laughs> right? <laughs> like exactly. The National <laughs> Endowment for Democracy and CDC, the CDC. Those, those WHO, groups. yes. The policy was announced Thursday, but according to Yul Roth, Twitter's head of safety and integrity, the platform has been developing a new framework since last year. Have no fear, though, because all of these people will probably be fired if Musk actually does buy Facebook. Right. He'll be like, "Hey, yeah, you're gone. You're gone. You're gone." <laughs> oh yeah, this policy. That's out. It's too. gone. How will it show on Twitter? Tweets containing content that violates the new policy will be placed under a warning notice. This means tweets will not be deleted or banned, but the warning will require users to click a link with more details about the crisis misinformation policy at the bottom before the tweet can be displayed. Same as Facebook had. The new warning notice will alert users that a tweet has violated Twitter's rules but will still allow people to view and comment. I thought you couldn't comment. Uh, Right, that's what I thought it said. It says, the platform will not amplify or recommend such tweets, and retweeting will also be disabled. Let's go back up to the top, because I said you can comment. Up here it says... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Forward or respond. It says, respond to posts. Responding and commenting, I I I feel those are the same thing. I feel like they are as well. So... Do you think this lasts long though? Do you think no first of all, do you think Musk is going to buy Twitter? Because the last I had heard, he was just like, You know what, I'm gonna back out of this if X, Y, or Z doesn't happen right. and there's a bunch of pushback and I think I, I'm not sure. You think he's kinda getting cold feet on it? I don't think so. I think he's trying to push for a better deal. Oh, okay. Maybe because I don't think they want to back out of it because it's a lot of freaking money right, on the table. Yeah. If you're and a think,
1: stockholder, you'd put your pressure Yeah, on. and I
0: think he knows now that they're all in on it, and mm. so now he's like, you know, this isn't <laughs> quite as good as I wanted, and right. I'm actually going to back off until you do this, this, or this. And so I do know that he plans on axing a lot of people, a lot mm. of executives, if this comes to fruition. Do you think he does away with this, though? I I think he will. I think if I, he's going, if he's going off the standard that yeah. he said he was going off, his whole reasoning right. for buying Twitter, and it's not just a financial benefit to him, but he actually wants to save right. free speech on this open platform, yeah. then he has to get rid of this fucking policy. Right. Exactly, because this I mean, <laughs> goes, <laughs> this is so hard stance against everything that he's he's touting as yeah. his reasoning. Yeah. No. And. You know, do you think he,
1: he'll keep the tags, like that little banner across it, or do you think he'll just do away with the whole thing?
0: I mean, I don't even give a shit if there's a banner I don't either. It. You know I why? mean, it doesn't stop because me on Facebook. how many Facebook. times do you say see a, a post that says, like, this has sensitive, like, yeah. gruesome content? And what's what does that make you want? <laughs> you <laughs> it want makes to you want to click right? on it. It's like, I don't yeah. even had no interest in clicking yeah. on it until right. you gave that <laughs> notification. Right. So keep the banner; <laughs> yeah, I don't great. care. Maybe that'll get more clicks. Cause a lot of people in my circle want to know why Twitter right, yeah. banned this shit to begin with. So,
1: well, a lot of times like with Facebook, it'll be like, this has some false information. And then you read and it's like, well, he killed 12 people and not 15, you know, or something like that. And it's just like, really you, you put a banner up for that.
0: My favorite on Facebook was there was that, it was like a, just a image of like a pair of broken glasses on the ground. It had like some motivational speech or something, like statement, and it got somehow Facebook <laughs> algorithms picked up on that. And it's just like it's like this sensitive content. It's like clearly you're doing it's something broken wrong. Glasses. Yeah, I, I I don't know. Maybe it had some other statement on it, and it was just the algorithms picked up that yeah. image. Maybe they had changed. Somebody had changed the, like the statement on it. I don't know. I I don't freaking know. But Let's keep going. Let's keep going because I got other things to talk about censorship, and this one being that we did a whole episode about the disinformation czar. yes about the the what what we, the Ministry of Truth
1: yes yeah uh, yeah the Jana, chick singing uh, super califragilistic expialidocious
0: yeah with, what was her name misinf- Jankowicz yeah Jankowicz Nina N- Jankowicz Nina there you go Nina Jankowicz. Um apparently. Is no longer doing the thing that we had a problem with her doing. Good, good. So it's like, uh, I, I feel
1: like we're kind of responsible for that. I, I feel like,
0: <laughs> I feel like all you people out there did the world a service. I feel like it's uh, how, you know, the public fixed the yes. look of Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> right. I feel like this is what happened here. Because this is from Zero Hedge. It says Clinton supporter who led the disinformation board until resignation said she wasn't a partisan actor and this one popped up and I'm like wait I didn't know she resigned right I just saw that today yeah says the woman who led the Biden administration's disinformation governance board how long was she on it like like 2 weeks maybe i, was gonna say, I mean they're, it was they're talking did she actually do any leading i don't think how so. do you say she led this right. board yeah she she led them to coffee uh, one day yes <laughs> says the woman who led the disinformation governance board until resigning this week is claiming she was going about her job in a nonpartisan way, despite previously declaring publicly her support for Democrat Hillary Clinton. On May 18th, she says, to say I'm just a partisan actor was wildly out of context. Uh, She said May 18th on MSNBC. I I would... Probably the fact that she's on a species
1: would say that she is that a she's partisan. She's pretty, pretty partisan. <laughs>
0: she said there are two hundred fifty thousand employees at the Department of Homeland Security. I was just one of them. We all have different political inclinations, and we all checked them at the door. But not all of them had the responsibility of deciding what was or right. was not misinformation. That's the that's the difference, Ms. Jankovitz. Uh, the the board was first disclosed by Homeland Security Secretary uh, Mayorkas during a congressional hearing in late April. So, you, again, you're talking two weeks. Yeah, He said it was—well, that's when it was announced and disclosed. So maybe right. this has been going on longer than we knew. Right. He said it was aimed at preventing false or misleading information, blah, blah, blah. We know all the stuff. We yeah. did a whole episode. Go right. check out that episode if it's you want to know, know who this is. The effort drew—quickly quick quickly drew criticism. No way in part due to her past. Jankowitz not only has donated to Democrat candidates, but volunteered for Clinton's 2016 presidential campaign. She has repeatedly praised Democrat officials on social media while d- denigrating Republican ones. She also, in the past, promoted dubious claims, including the claim that reports on uh, Hunter Biden's laptop were part of Russian disinformation scheme. Majorca's called Jankowitz a neutral and renowned expert who is eminently qualified to lead the board? That causes me to question Mayorkas. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That not only do you question her now, but you got to question right. him. Um, she worked for Wood, the Woodrow Wilson Center, a think tank, before joining the administration. But Mayorkas, under questioning, also said he was not aware of all of her posts. How the fuck can you not be aware of it? You're in only in security, and we were aware of it. Yes, <laughs> that. And how do you make claims that she's no- neutral and renowned without even looking into her power? Right. It's pretty. It's damn on fucking public. TikTok. <laughs> it's yeah. It's pretty fucking public. How uh, one-sided she is. Wow. I I, I
1: it, I'm afraid for America's domestic like security when the head of Homeland
0: Security is like, oh, I didn't realize she was like that. <laughs> I mean, remember, remember the public state? Remember, she was like the expert witness in the dossier. Yeah. Right. It says including statements she made defending the dossier compiled by ex-by Christopher Steele that has not held up under scrutiny. So he says he wasn't even aware of that. And that wasn't just like something like a social media post. That was—she was the expert witness in this yeah. this defending of this dossier. He says, I wasn't adjudicating on what was true or false—oh, this is her. No. She, she says, I wasn't adju- adju- adjudicating on what was true or false— but was trying to equip people with information that could use in issues of national security. I don't think that my political convictions really come into play here. Bullshit. I'm sorry, but your political convictions come into play on any, everything, er, all yeah. spectrum. When you're in a political
1: position, your political inclica- inclinations,
0: yes. yes, do come into play. <laughs> she says, "I think it's quite ironic that Republicans would." decontextualize a couple of tweets in a career that has been marked by reasonableness, nuance, and bipartisanship. Should we bring up the singing video again? (laughs) Yeah, no shit. She also said that after her position became known, so she's been doing this for a while, it was just revealed in April, I guess, she received an onslaught of violent threats. The Department of Homeland Security, after reports emerged of her resignation, confirmed that the board's work would be paused while a group reviewed its mission. So it comes to light and all of a sudden they're like, yeah. alright, we gotta shut this thing down and review its mi-. It's right. just like, alright, what the fuck were you doing right. when it was secret? Because yeah. all of a sudden now that it's public, we gotta not only does she resign because she's receiving threats right. and people are saying, hey, you're pretty partisan, one-sided, yeah. biased, and she's like, oh, I guess I, I probably am, I should resign. And then all of a sudden the board that's supposedly doing the good lord's work has to go on a hiatus right? to yeah. confirm to review its mission. Yeah. Right. How many government agencies do we have out there that don't have know their concise mission? That they have right. to put themselves on pause t- yeah. to D- determine what their fucking mission is. Isn't that kind of scary? Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We we can't torture children. We we didn't know that. <laughs> My oh, bad. Oh, <laughs> You know, maybe we should take a pause and think about what is it we actually do here, (laughs) as as the disinformation board, John. What do we do? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are asking us last week. Now this came public. A lot of people are asking me publicly, "What do I do, John? What do I do? What do I tell
1: them?" I tend to come in at about nine thirty in the morning, and I sit and just kind of space off for about three hours. Watch (laughs) a lot of YouTube videos. Scroll through Facebook. Look for videos. Yes.
0: Department of Homeland Security. After reports emerged, oh, that's the one I just read. The review is being conducted through Homeland Security Advisory Council, which includes figures that have also spread misleading claims that some have described as disinformation. So the review is being conducted <laughs> by misleading figures. This doesn't sound like by it's people going anywhere. <laughs> that promote disinformation. Also, like, also, yes, like we said. Before it's kind of ironic that the person that sits on the misinformation board spreads a lot of misinformation. Right. Like, i.e., the Hunter Biden laptop, the the, the dossier. dossier. So the people that are reviewing this are those same people. Those same types of people that spread that same bullshit. And and had no idea that
1: this chick was was like this. (laughs) Of course. Obviously (laughs) not. (sighs) I mean, typically, if you were to interview someone for a job, wouldn't you kind of look into that stuff? <laughs> one would think so. Again, Homeland
0: Security. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so, let's push. Let's push. The U.S. is unveiling new steps. Well, well, well before we get to there, I want to mention this one first. Um, on the same page as, like, bias, biases, uh, the same page as misinformation and... I don't know. Censorship. Marco Rubio has come out and accused Google of election bias and censoring campaign emails. And I'm not going to read in this one, but basically you read it. Yeah. Basically, he's saying that more Republican sided election political emails ended up in the spam folder than the Democrat ones versus like Yahoo. And right. Do people use bing anymore Uh, aol you know i don't know what people use anymore hotmail maybe (laughs) uh, the senator said up to 90 percent of his campaign emails to supporters with a registered gmail address never reached the inbox but would go straight to the spam folder um he said it comes after his democratic opponent val demings announced a year ago she would run against him in the 2022 elections Marco Rubio for Senate is in the at Google Purgatory. Since a Pelosi puppet announced she was running against me, they have sent 66% of my emails to registered supporters with with at Gmail to spam. So that says 66%, but he said up here, up to 90%. 90% so right. which is it, Mr. Rubio? Um, There was some specific numbers I wanted to hit on here. It yeah. says... Gmail marked 59% more emails from the right candidates as spam compared to the left candidates, whereas Outlook and Yahoo marked 20% and 14% more emails from the left as spam compared to the right, respectively. So what what what's your take on all that?
1: I, we know Google has a history of, of doing something similar, mm. right? When uh, Tulsi Gabbard slammed uh, Kamala Harris— you know, Google about erased
0: her from the, the face of the earth. Yeah, just erase her from Google altogether. Right. I mean, Google's another one of those companies that has way too much power. Yeah. The power of the search engine. I mean, yeah. what other search engine? I mean, you can go to DuckDuckGo. Right. You can go to but, Bing, God forbid. <laughs> but only people that would would think that would, would go
1: to those. The mm. not, majority of people, I would say 90-some percent of the people, are going to go straight to
0: Google. When you have your name is a commonly used verb in the English vernacular. Yeah. Because nobody says, I'm going to go search this up on the web anymore. No, it's... Right. I'm going to go Google it. Or I'm not going to Yahoo this, or I'm not going to go Bing it. (laughs) Yeah, everything. Even if you're looking on something... Like, hey, I wonder what this is. I don't know. Let me Google it real quick. When (laughs) when you have a commonly used... When your name is a commonly used verb in the English language, you got a bit of power there. And then when... You're using that power to like manipulate what information gets mm-hmm. and based and on not not even based even. on yeah it's not even based on like well this one is a little less credible yeah. than this so we'll put right. this to th- no it's one sided biased yeah. uh, fucking uh, right I mean
1: I can see like okay they type in like uh you know what what are what platform is Rubio running on right mm-hmm. and maybe it gives a highlight of his opponents right sure. okay that's one thing but for their emails that they're sending to go directly to spam. Right. That's like who are you to totally... say that's freaking spam? Right.
0: Exactly. Right. Like, well, I mean, th- that's political. Especially Nobody when it's coming from that. a verified Gmail account. It's right. not coming from like X Y Z T Q. TQ right. Go GoDaddy <laughs> Right. You know something stu- like you'll see like, hey, your your US uh your American Express card is about to expire. Right. Click here, and it's like um like America espresso.com like it's something that's close but not or it's or it's like supposedly coming directly from like the ceo of uh uh netflix and it's got like a an at like uh xqsz.com right. it's like I, I think he'd be emailing directly from his like yeah. like those kind of things but these are coming directly from like Marco Rubio at gmail.com right. or yeah. something like that like a verified gmail account right. and it's going somehow directly to the spam box yeah. and more so quite a bit significantly significantly more so when you're talking 60% more right. overall right wing emails are going to spam than left wing right. that yeah. is clear bias absolutely and yeah. if you have that kind of power, no longer are you just like open source, like the open yeah. Wild West. It's the same with like we talked about Facebook and Twitter. It's no yeah. longer this just open playing field. Oh, we just sit back hands off. Right. We're, we're not actually this, so we don't fall under the—no. Right. No, you are clearly determining who right. gets to see what.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, and I think it, in there it says there's an ongoing case going
0: uh, from the uh, Federal Election Good. Commission. Good. Good. Shut them all down. fuck them all same with youtube same with gmail same with google i don't care yeah i i use a lot of google things but i would be perfectly happy if they all shut. i will i will take the inconvenience of having to switch to yahoo or bing if it means shutting down somebody like google all right back to this one that i started on the u.s unveils we're running out of time so we got to go quick the u.s unveils new steps and resources to tackle rising hate crimes Because, didn't you know, crime is not illegal. Right. That's crazy. I mean, the word's right there. Hate. Right. Crime. Yeah. If it's a crime.
1: It's against the law. It's against the law. Right. Shouldn't be legal.
0: But we got, it's kind of like the anti-lynching law that he came up with to to respond to like a 1958 incident. Right. Yeah. So.
1: It's our government in action. It says,
0: attorney general's. The attorney general announces new measures to raise awareness as well as prevent and address the rising hate crimes in the U.S. The Biden administration has outlined new steps to tackle hate crimes in the U.S. less than a week after a gunman killed 10 black people at a grocery store in Buffalo. Uh, in what officials say was a racist attack. Yes, I, I do believe there are still racist attacks out there. I'm not naive. Yeah. Says at a news conference Friday, uh, Merrick Garland said the Department of Justice will issue guidance to help law enforcement agencies and government officials and community groups raise awareness of the problem. Garland said 10 said $10 million in grant funding would go to support community-based approaches to prevent and address hate crimes, to develop better reporting to the FBI, and to fund states to establish and run reporting hotlines for victims of hate crimes. So they're going to make, like, 1-800-HOTLINES that you can call in and announce your hate crimes? Right. Isn't there this number called, like, 911? Right, yeah. Well, that's that's I mean, a pretty good uh, hotline for victims of hate crimes. But, but are
1: you, so you're going to get
0: someone who who's
1: like, and I'm not downplaying it because it, it is wrong, but I'm going to say like somebody, you know, um, goes to, uh, you know, wants to use a bathroom, but mm-hmm. the, the small town gas station won't let you use it. Or Starbucks, it. remember right. Starbucks? Oh yeah, Starbucks. you're right, Starbucks, that's a good one, right. And so then they call into this hotline and be like, yeah, um, Starbucks wouldn't let me use their bathroom because... Uh, you know, because I'm 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 a person of color or
0: whatever. Yeah. Right. Does that like does that get deemed hate crime? I, right. I but if if you actually fall a victim of a legitimate hate crime, there are reporting hotlines for that, right. known as nine one one. Right. The police station. Yeah. Says a language access coordinator also has been appointed to improve access to hate crimes reporting process. Confronting unlawful acts of hate is a matter of moral urgency for all of us here today, Garland said. The announcement came days after the deadly attack at the Topps grocery store in a predominantly black neighborhood of East Buffalo, which spurred widespread condemnation and calls for justice and an end to white nationalist violence. Garland said the Department of Justice was investigating the shooting as a hate crime and as an act of racially motivated violent extremism. We are deploying every resource we have to ensure account, to ensure account for this terrible attack, to, pursu- to pursue justice for the victims and their families, and provide support for a grieving community. Last weekend's attack was a painful reminder of the singular impact that hate crimes have not only on individuals but on entire communities. They bring immediate devastation. They inflict lasting fear. The U.S. has seen a rise in gun violence, with homicides linked to firearms hitting the highest in decades in 2020, while one expert recently described the increase in hate groups and hate crimes in the country as an epidemic. There you go. Is it, though? Oh, then it's talking about... the. The Asian hate crimes oh, yeah, yeah. of twenty twenty. Remember to those? that? Yeah. I... Twenty twenty hate crimes in the US were at the highest level in more than a decade, driven by a rise in assaults targeting black victims and victims of Asian descent. Oh, blah, 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 blah. In March, Garland launched a 30-day internal review to determine how the Department of Justice could respond to the rise in hate crimes and hate incidences. US President Joe Biden in May of that year. Oh, that's the twenty twenty one. I was gonna say that's this year. Um, also signed into law legislation that aimed to tackle a rise in hate crimes targeting Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders during the pandemic and boost hate crime reporting procedures. Uh let's see. Is there anything
1: I thought there was something in there that they were gonna they were gonna give money to make sure the FBI was really on top of this. Well, that's what I said. There, yeah, yeah
0: there was like an eleven
1: million dollar yeah. um and it, Fund and, and it's like, uh, according to all the news I saw, the FBI had been tracking this guy again. Yeah, another shooter that <laughs> right. the FBI had been tracking. Let's give
0: the FBI more money so they have more We're resources to fuck drop it up the ball some more. On. <laughs> yeah, because it says Garland said a 10 million grant funding would go to support community-based approaches and to develop better reporting to the FBI. Yeah, because the FBI is, does a bang-up job. Yeah, so. What do you like, what's going on here? Like there's all this ramp up of still Yeah uh what do they call it? Like internal like uh domestic terrorism right. and uh white supremacy groups and mm-hmm. all this shit. Remember they we're gonna see this upticking yeah. of it after Trump right was bumped out of office and they're like, Hey, be on guard for all these white supremacist uh little pockets and right. factions that are forming these, like, hotbeds here in the United States. I mean, they even had to revamp the freaking—I uh, uh I can never think of the name of the freaking 9-11 law.
1: The, oh, Patriot Act. The
0: Patriot Act, yes, because it's so unpatriotic right. that I can never remember. <clears throat> it's so ironic. They had to revamp that yeah. because this was coming, this is coming, and yeah. it never fucking came. Right. It never happened. There was never this uprising of these white well, supremacists. So every time, yes, I get that there are racist crimes out right. there, but they're still trying to connect the dots. Right. Oh, these, uh, yeah. we told you, Trump supporters, right. it's coming, it's yeah. and here it is. It's this whole network of, of white supremacists
1: all across the country. Yes. But, you know, the problem, well, again, and, and that's why every time you see something like this, it gets really jacked, you know, hyped mm-hmm. up. But then you don't hear anything about the guy who drove his truck through... No, you heard about the truck. It was the truck. Yeah, it was the truck. But I would classify that as a hate crime. Absolutely. But they would never go there because, well, you you don't have hate crimes against white people.
0: No, that's not possible.
1: There's no such thing as reverse racism, anything like that. It's a mess. So how do you classify Mm -hmm. a hate crime? I mean, isn't that... I mean, basically, you're trying to figure out someone's motivation, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, this one's obvious. I give it to you on that one. But there's other crimes that... You know, you can just what there. I think there was one not too long ago that we said that it had nothing to do with hate, but they were trying to say it was, and I can't remember what the what the incident was.
0: I don't remember. It happens all the time. I it's know. like if a white guy slaps a dude in the street because yeah. they got in an yeah. argument that it has nothing. Well, to obviously, do with
1: this hate. was racially motivated. Right. It has nothing to do with the fact that the guy scratched his car mm-hmm. or something. You know, so.
0: Yeah, I love when it comes out when like there is an unfortunate incident when there is like a shooting or something and like did race play a factor into this right. until tomorrow when it comes out that it was like some Arab dude and it's like right. oh a gun the guns are the yeah. problem here That's right. yeah. it's, it's a gun issue and it's just like and you always know you always know it's not a white guy yeah. when they don't report on the person's race yeah. until like three, four, five days when you see the initial post and it's like a man an unidentified uns- unspecific man <laughs> open fire it's like <laughs> Yeah, that dude is probably a little bit brown. Yeah, right. yeah exactly. <laughs> because because yeah. when when it's a white dude, it's especially a white dude on black right. or some, oh, yeah, or oh, yeah. any other race, yeah. it's like racially motivated. Yeah. Immediately yeah. it comes out. I don't know. I don't know. Where does this go? What are they trying to do here with this? I, I still this think hate they're trying off? to play up the whole domestic terrorist thing. I think it's so they can create more laws, so well, yeah, and crack down on more people groups. Yeah. And they can crack down on like the I don't know. Because they they tend to lean that the right is more yeah. white supremacist and yep. a bunch of white Especially redneck if guys working out at home. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget how racist people tend to work have out more at home, home. gym members. fitness. Yeah. <laughs> All right. One more thing. The baby formula shortage. Yes, which we covered on Monday a little bit. We did. But guess what? We're we're fixing the problem because the U.S. <laughs> imported. 78,000 pounds from Europe. Oh, very nice. And I think it's mostly from Germany. This is from foxnews.com. It says, baby formula shortage. Biden celebrates as 78,000 pounds of baby formula was flown to the United States. And that's probably his primary meal. <laughs> it says, fu- he, he says, folks, I'm excited to tell you that the first flight from Operation Fly Formula, they're not even creative with I their know. fucking. Fly formula? Come on. I mean, what are we doing? We're we're flying formula. What if we call it Operation Fly Formula? He must have they must have cut back their division that came up with goal cool names. Yeah, they they cut back <laughs> on their, their name their operation name guy. They <laughs> laid him off. Fly formula is loaded up with more than seventy thousand pounds of infant formula and about to land in Indiana. Uh Biden tweeted Sunday. Our team is working around the clock to get safe formula to everyone who needs it. The formula, weighing 78,000 pounds, was being transported by military plane. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre told uh, oh, yeah, that chick. reporters aboard Air Force One as President Biden flew from South Korea to Japan. The shipment was the first of several flights of formula approved by Biden that are headed to the U.S. from Europe. Agriculture security... Our secretary, Tom Vilsack, was in in Indianapolis on Sunday to welcome the baby formula to the U.S. What do you think? What do you think? of? You think we're causing a problem by strictly now (laughs) importing our baby formula? I I think we're we're, we're asking for trouble. Yeah. Well, it also helps that he signed a bill to protect access to baby formula amid the shortage. Yes, I
1: love this bill.
0: This bill is great because what this bill does is it says... That other sort, like parents can buy with their WIC cards from other sources, right? Other than the one that the federal government decreed had a monopoly on baby formula to WIC participants. Right. So, in the goodness of their heart, the federal government said, We're going to waive that federal <laughs> law that we created so that your babies won't starve. That's very nice. You're, of them. you're welcome. Yes. yes. Like, you don't have to. Uh, rely on this tainted formula that has a monopoly on the fucking uh, formula system we will allow you to get formula from somebody else, specifically this German formula that's getting flown in. Like, what kind of deal, shady deal did they make with the Germans? (laughs) It's like, yeah, we'll buy your formula, and we'll give you, like, six nukes. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Something (laughs) stupid. So that's my update on the formula. There's not much else to say. I just find it funny that he's like, oh, he's protecting access to baby formula. It's like, you're not protecting us. You're undoing the bullshit that— You caused the (laughs) problem. You caused, yes. (sighs) <sighs> yeah, we're about out of but time. they're the great big hero. So, the last thing I wanted to say, in regards to Biden at least, I wanted to talk about his foreign policy, specifically with uh, North Korea. Because remember, Donald Trump was trying to like oh, be yeah. buddy buddy right. with Kim Jong Un, and he was the first president to like make contact yeah. with a North Korean dictator since whenever, right. the, since the Cold War. Joe Biden's kind of had a, a shaky start right. to that. I mean, those those communications kind of were a little bit colder than with yeah, Donald Trump. Broke down quite a bit. Very much so with North Korea being like, fuck it, we're going to make more nukes. Yeah. Lots of nukes. And we can make nukes that reach Japan. And we <laughs> can make nukes that reach the U.S. and all these nukes. Well, Joe Biden was in Seoul, South Korea, this week. And a reporter asked him um, what... If he had, if he could talk, if he could say anything to Kim Jong Un, what would he say? Like, what would his message be? If he could get a message as the president, as the leader of the free world, um, reaching out, if he could reach out and extend some kind of communication, what would he say? Do you know what his response was? <laughs> I'm afraid to ask. Hello. That's it. That's it. Period. That That's it. That's the one that's message. It. Says President Biden, in Seoul, before heading to Japan as part of his first Asia trip as president, had a simple message for North Korea's Kim Jong-un. Hello. <laughs> Period, he said. He told reporters. I feel like that had the same payoff as as Lost, the
1: series. Hello. <laughs> Says
0: Biden said he was not concerned about the North Korean nuclear test, which would be the first in nearly five years. Huh. Four years of Donald Trump, no nuclear tests. He steps into office, right? nuclear tests. Now, South Korea is sweating balls over it. But oh, I'm Biden's sure. not concerned. He's not concerned. <laughs> <laughs> His wry response when asked what message he had for Kim underscored the administration's low key approach to unresolved tension with North Korea. It is a stark contrast with former President Donald Trump's showy threats, uh, summits, and love letters with Kim. Hmm. I didn't know about love letters. Me we neither. missed that one, right? <coughs> Excuse me. It says we are prepared for anything that North Korea does. Biden said, "But hello, I feel like uh, <laughs> um, Adele Adele was playing <laughs> in the background. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> he sings hello from the other <laughs> s- uh, on the other side of the the thirty eighth parallel. There, is that the Korean yeah. one? Thirty oh, yeah, eighth. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Just want to make sure. So <laughs> I had to end with that one because we started with. <laughs> G.W. saying yes. uh, that the Iraq War was unjustified and uh, and brutal. It was a brutal excursion. And then at the end, we have Biden's uh, like foreign affairs, his foreign policy, where his only statement to one of our biggest adversaries is, "Hello." I feel
1: like you just did like a Forrest Gump wave. <laughs>
0: you know that's <laughs> "Hi, <laughs> hi, mom." Hi Kim. Hi. <laughs> it's like, what do you want to say? Oh, oh hi <laughs> And that's all, and they tried to make it something like oh, um, yeah. they tried to turn it into some, some like deep meaning th- like a philosophical <laughs> yeah. thing like well he he just was like expressing. His lack of uh, like his low-keyness towards no he just no. D- yeah didn't even we know haven't seen a movie like, like oh, oh, this since
1: Kim? M- Napoleon addressed I, Duke I remember, Wellington
0: I remember that dude he's a he's a really good he's a really good guy yeah. hi Kim <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous it I'm is. ready to get out of here yeah. that is your weekend wrap up that's everything that's happened this week plus I'm sure there's so so much more that we missed we do have our main episode coming up tomorrow same time as always seven well. For now, it's set for 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'm trying to get a guest on tomorrow. We've been back and forth. It's just—I'm not even going to say who it is, but he's just an interesting guy. He's not that I know of a podcast or anything like that. He just has a lot of things to say, and he's really interesting. And I know his schedule kind of conflicts with our schedule here, so we might have to bump it back a little later. I will make an announcement of that if he gets back to me. Otherwise, we'll just plan on 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're back on YouTube, like we said, so nope. so we'll be there streaming as long as we don't get booted again. Between now and then, um, otherwise we are streaming on Facebook Live and Twitter Live. So show up for that. Join in the fun. Join in the comments. Uh, uh, participate because we we love, we love it. We love the attention. We're attention whores. We really so are. We love yes. the attention. Invite your friends and your families and your grandmas and everybody. So so that we can tell them how much we want to kill them with our medical misinformation. <laughs> Otherwise, enjoy the rest of your weekend, however many hours are left of it. Uh, get outside, do have a bonfire, do something. Yeah, just do, do anything, really. Don't just sit on your computer and stare at your phone and, no, and worry about the fun. world, because that's not what we're here you to do. Do
1: a bonfire and listen to the podcast. Absolutely.
0: Right? Have a great rest of your weekend. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Goodbye. Peace.
1: The Break the Bell Podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back, because without you, we would be talking to ourselves.
0: A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zelinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. A shout-out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, Beyond the, the Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com breakthebell, or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your earholes. And as
1: always, never stop talking.